Hello, Great Minds. It's Tuesday, and that means it should be time for Drinks with Great Minds in History, but I accidentally forgot that this Tuesday was in August when I told you Napoleon would air in September. So, I wanted to share a quick story with you. A story that wasn't written by me, but written by a friend of the show that I record for some of his shows, which I'll talk about later. But, I wanted to share today with you the story of The Aurora of Philadelphia, published by fun-loving founding father Benjamin Franklin's grandson, the creatively named Benjamin Franklin Bash. After his grandfather's death in 1790, Benny Bash inherited Franklin's printing shop and equipment. He adopted the motto, Sergo ut prosum, I rise to be useful, in honor of his grandfather, Benny Frank. He figured one thing he could do with his new printing press to honor his grandfather would be to publish a newspaper that focused on attacking people like George Washington and John Adams. Neat. I guess little Benny Bash probably should have paid more attention to his grandpa's career. Benjamin Franklin was no fan of John Adams, but in his defense, Adams was a petulant killjoy who thought Ben Franklin was having a little too much fun in Paris, which wasn't false, when he should have been working on that whole alliance with France so we can kick some British ass. But George Washington, come on, he and your grandpa were great friends. They hung out often. Hell, he basically won America its independence. What is there for an 18th century critic to say? The Aurora regularly featured articles attacking the monarchical tendencies of the first president and those of the second, the latter being slightly more accurate, I suppose. He accused John Adams of wanting to establish a hereditary presidency with his son John Quincy Adams eventually succeeding him which did kind of eventually happen. He even accused Washington of collaborating with the British during the Revolution. I mean, there was that one time where George saved his enemy's dog, so maybe Benny Bash is onto something. No, he's not. Benny also argued that the Senate shouldn't deliberate in secret, and that the terms of the infamous Jay Treaty of 1794, which, by the way, resolved some leftover disputes between America and Great Britain, see that kick some British ass thing, should be made public. Benny's partisan attacks got so nasty that even the anti-federalist thought he had gone too far. John Adams' federalist, of course, passed the Sedition Act of 1798 to threaten the kind of vociferous criticism the Aurora was putting out. Ironically, Benny Bash was arrested for seditious libel before the Sedition Act was formally passed, which should really tell you how big of a target he had painted on his own back. Even other publishers began to attack him in print, most notably a prickly fellow named Peter Porcupine. While inspecting the construction of the USS United States, Benny was attacked by the son of the ship's architect in response to an article that the Aurora had put out accusing the shipbuilder of taking bribes. As Benny took a brutal beating, the crowd at the dock cheered, believing that it was well-deserved. The Aurora became a hard paper to sell even in those days of super-nasty hyper-partisanship, especially once criticism of the government in print became, you know, illegal. Benny died of yellow fever at age 28 while still awaiting his sedition trial, which was based on a law that arguably violated the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Amazingly, history has looked favorably on Benny Bash as he is remembered as a champion of free speech, as well as one of America's earliest partisan rabble-rousers. Fortunately, America learned its lesson and never ever again engaged in nasty backbiting and outright lying about political opponents, and the parties themselves settled down and became responsible stewards of public interest. Wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. Who the hell is writing these things? 
That would be Stacy Roberts, host of History's Trainwrecks and I'm Not Allowed to Watch the News. Two great fun fo- Two great fun-filled fo- 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 Two great fun-filled fo- Why the fuck did I decide to say fun-filled? Because we both know, we all know, I'm not going to be able to do it. But let's try one more time. The host of two fun-filled podcasts that talk about politics and history and all the messes that go along with it. If you haven't checked out Stacey Roberts' great two shows, go at least check out one of them. The one about the news actually features some stories like this one that Stacey writes and I record. It's nice to work with somebody else on a slightly different project, but it's still history for you, and I, of course, took this opportunity to try a new tequila I bought. So cheers. As always, it's a drink for me. Thanks for listening to this. Be sure to go check out their shows and continue to catch up on Drinks with Great Minds in History. We'll be back next week with our next great mind, Napoleon III. Cheers! (laughs) 